Welcome to the Destiny Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. So today we're doing some things a bit different for church. I love different because God is so diverse and so different and shows up unpredictably. And uh, so today we have um, Joanna is head of a Bethel missions team, which they've come. This is their third year they've been here, which has just been amazing. Every Yeah, so good. Every year we do something different with these guys and um, this year is no exception. So church will look a bit different. So if your heart rate's just kind of started going up because you've just noticed it's going to be different, it's okay. Breathe. It's okay. Uh, But what we're going to start with is something that I really, as I was praying this week about church and about what we're going to do this morning and Justin and I had some conversations about what it's going to look like, I really felt to do something and so um, Joanna, if you just want to bring five people up, is um, as a church I really felt that um, we haven't spoken a lot about releasing, like... um, I'm not going to go into a massive teaching right now because we will talk about this. But what I felt to do is these guys have seen breakthrough. They carry something. Now, obviously, Holy Spirit is in all of us and we all carry the gift of healing. Some people have breakthrough in it at a greater level than all of us, but we all carry it. So what these guys carry is not that we don't have it. It's that we're saying we want to step it up a notch we need to receive it we're struggling it's ours for the taking and so we're going to claim it today so what I've asked these guys to do is share something that they've received breakthrough in and then we're going to they're going to pray so if that's you then they're going to pray and that's for you to receive now when you get prayer I'm Australian why am I talking prayer when you get prayer (laughs) it's then your opportunity to agree and live it out Or just to go, that was nice. It's like when we get a prophetic word, when God speaks to us, either personally or through someone, it's then our opportunity to grab that word and walk it out or grab that word and just let it sit. It's our opportunity. So this morning, what we really wanted to do with the team is they're going to minister, but it's also going to be our opportunity to grow and receive and walk things out. Is that okay? As a church, we're going to stretch a little today and grow a little today. So these guys are going to share. So Julie's going to go first and she's going to share what she's received breakthrough in and then we're all going to close our eyes just because it's a great question. Why do we close our eyes in church? This is my personal opinion. I think sometimes we have so many senses, visual senses, hearing senses, um, touch senses that when we kind of shut down one, it activates some of the other's feeling senses. That's my own personal opinion. Love it. Love it. So we're going to close our eyes. And if that's you, if what Julie says, you go, actually, I need this. I need to see breakthrough in my life in this. Just put your hands out in receiving mode. Just go, I'm going to receive this this morning. And it's between you and God for God to do something in your heart. Is that all right? So we're going to go through this five times. And then we're going to move on to the next segment of the morning. All right? Awesome. Hey guys, I actually want to pray for you guys for peace. Um, Philippians 4.6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your hearts and your minds. Um, when I was in high school, 
I started having heart problems. Um, so I had to get my anxiety under control or I was going to have to have surgery. So I went through this whole process with God of being like, I have to find my peace in you or I don't look like the alternative. Um, so I love to pray for you guys for peace. Um, and just to reassure you, um, I remember hearing a quote that God touches us best when we're relaxed. So when we're opening up to receive a prayer, an impartation, the best way to receive that is just to relax. And also, um, Bill Johnson says that peace is quiet joy. So if maybe you don't want peace today, but joy is something that you want in your life, I would just encourage you to open your hearts to that. So you guys can close your eyes if you want to. Yeah, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are perfect peace. God, we thank you that you sent your Son to walk the earth and to resemble what walking in perfect peace looks like. So God, we just invite you right now to come into the room. God, we invite your perfect peace to come, to wash over us. God, we want to walk with you in peace and in joy. In Jesus' name. Just going to quickly tag on that. I've been learning about the science behind breathing and what it does to our body. So as our eyes are closed, just really quickly, let's all take a deep breath and breathe in the peace of God. And breathe out anxiety. Breathe out anything that doesn't belong. One more time, breathe in the peace of God. Breathe out anything that isn't of heaven. One more time. So um, I don't know about you guys, but I really like things to be normal, and I like things to fit in a nice box and to feel safe, and like, yeah, I can live my life through everything nice and cozy and just like blend in, um, but that actually became a problem for me because God had a way bigger plan and dream for my life than I did, and so that's something that I want to release to you guys today. I feel like there's um, something that God wants to do in the hearts of you guys. Um, I feel like they're, um, he's calling you higher to um, bigger dreams than what you have for yourself. And he's actually asking you to step out in places that you really don't feel comfortable and you don't feel safe in. But that it's actually going to bring you to a greater place in him and a higher place. And you're going to be doing things that you never imagined that you could do because God's plan for you is um, for you to do amazing things. And so I just want to release, um, just kind of break off the fear of man over you guys, because that was something that I really struggled with. I wanted to stay safe, but actually uh, the fear that's holding you back that you think is actually keeping you safe is actually keeping you from where God's calling you to be. So um, I just want to have you guys close your eyes right now, and I'm just going to break off all that fear of man so you can live in freedom. So um, right now I just speak to all fear to leave right now in Jesus' name. Any lies that are telling you that you're safer right where you are right now, I just break that off in the name of Jesus and I just speak courage and truth right now in the minds and the lives and the hearts of these people. God, I just thank you that um, your dreams for them are so much bigger than their dreams for themselves. And so we just activate that right now in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you that you're calling them higher, that they're going higher and higher and higher, way further than they thought they could go. And I thank you that only you and your love and your belief and your confidence in them is the only protection that they need. In Jesus' name, amen.
Oh, that was good. Uh, hey, guys. My name is Christian. I'm a third-year student at Bethel, and I'm actually interning with Joanna. It's wonderful to be here. Um, yeah, so when Lee brought this up, I just really felt this thing stir up inside of me of, like, a confidence in, like, sonship and daughterhood in, in God and in, in, the, in the Father and his love for us. Um, in my own personal journey, I went through a lot of feeling disqualified by my sin or my shame or my disappointment or my judgments against other people. And I said, oh, God, this exists in my heart, so I can't, I can't exist with you. I can't exist in your heart. Your love for me can't, can't come in until I get rid of these things. I've got to fix myself before I can enter in and engage and really start to embrace and experience the love and the presence that you have for me because once I get rid of my sin and my shame, I become worthy. In Ephesians 4, it says that before the foundations of the earth were laid, that in love he chose us to be one with him. He was so in love with us that he, he chose us to be holy and blameless in his sight. He said, that this is how I'm going to see you. This is how I'm going to define you. And who are we to see ourselves any other way? So I just want to release and pray this thing right now that the Lord really just wants us to see ourselves the way that he sees us. Holy and blameless in his sight. All right, so if you just want to close your eyes and Open your hearts to receive this. I'm going to pray for you guys. Oh, God, thank you for these people. Thank you for this church. Thank you for this house. I pray right now that your love would just come in and fill the room, fill our hearts, fill our minds, fill our awareness and understanding. God, I just say that any sin or shame that exists in our hearts right now, God, you see through it. You see the kindness and the love inside of us, and you see the identity and the purpose that you placed inside of us, God. And we say, Father, we step in, and we choose today to see ourselves as holy and blameless in your sight. As sons and daughters who are worthy of an inheritance and a kingdom that was chosen for us and given to us before the foundations of the world were even laid. So God, we just open ourselves up and receive today. And we say, God, thank you for the love that you have for us. Thank you for the crowns that you gave to us. Thank you for the identity that you've placed on us, God. So, God, we lay aside any places that we've judged ourselves or disqualified ourselves, and we freely receive and give a yes to the identity and the love that you've placed inside of us, God. Oh, we love you, God, and thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. So what I feel is on my life is uh, the father heart of God, and I believe that we have paid attention to symptoms for too long, but we haven't gotten to root issues. And I feel like the root is fatherlessness, uh, a lack of connection, a lack of belonging. And I think that that's what the father instills. The father instills identity. The father says, for better or for worse, this is who you are, and this is who I've called you to be. So I just want to pray. Um, I want to, number one, bless the fathers in this house. I just want to say that your role is generational. It's not just about changing a diaper, but you are actually changing the course of a generation. Um, and I just speak a blessing over the children in here that you would never um, forget that you have a place at the table, that you have a voice, that you have an identity, and that your identity is found in him who provides it. So we can close our eyes. <laughs> So God, I just thank you that this is not a fatherless generation. 
that this is a generation that knows who and whose they are. Hmm. Hmm. I thank you that son and daughter is what we answer to. We don't answer to anything else. We answer to son and daughter. That is what you have called us before the foundations of the earth, that you have created us with intention. And we, we, we thank you that we derive our identity from you. You provide it. You have the last say, so you have the last laugh. So we thank you that uh, this generation will know who they are and everything will stream and, and will, everything will come from that place. Everything will come from the abundance of knowing exactly who we are. Amen. Hey, guys, I'm Philip. Um, and this morning I, I asked the Lord for a word for you as a church. And um, I have two things. I want to share two things. One of them is unity, and I want to share this word with you and c the kindness of the Lord. And um, yeah, I want to. I want to ask you to close your eyes when I when I'm reading. And um, I'm reading the Passion Translation, and um, yeah, it says Jesus prays for you. It's the it's the um, um, uh, the headline, and um, I want to say, I want to, I want to, I want to read it over you, and I want to, I want you to open your heart, and to, and to close your um, eyes, and um, yeah. Um, I pray for them all to be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray, I pray for them to become one with us, so that the world will recognize that you sent me, for the very glory you have given to me, I have given to them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. And then, um, Father, I ask you that you allow everyone that you have given to me to be with me where I am. Then they will see my fully glory, the very splendor you have placed upon me, because you have loved me even before the beginning of time. You are my righteous Father, but the unbelieving world has never known you in the perfect way that I know you. And all those who believe in me, that's you, church, also know that you have sent me. I have revealed to them who you are. And I will continue to make you even more real to them. So that they may experience the same endless love that you have for me. For your love will now live in them even as I live in them. And um, I, I, during worship, I had this sense of unity and family in this church is so strongly. And um, I want to bless you with the, with the kindness of the Lord. The Lord is, is someone who shares everything. Um, the, the heaven is open um, for you guys. And I want to bless you with the unity. And Lord, I ask you to, to bless this family, that you will reveal yourself in, this, in the midst of this church, Father, in the gatherings, Jesus, in the children's, in the elders, and the prophets, and the, and the leaders, Jesus, and the, and, the, and the pastor, Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, for this, this strong unity and your kindness over this church, Father. And favor, Lord, a lot of favor over this church. In the name of Jesus, amen. Good morning. So this is my third year here, and I'm really excited to be back. It's the first year that we're not spending the night in the offices, on the mattresses. And... I, I walked in today and I just thought, oh, 
my my home. I'm not staying in my home. And so I just just a just a deep sense of love for your church family and I love being here and Justin and Lee, I love you very very much. I when Justin was sharing earlier, I just had this picture the Lord showed me creation in the garden of Eden. And I was asking him he, he I heard the phrase being with that sometimes we think that loving God in Christianity is about doing or not doing or thinking the right thing or doing the right thing or being enough or not being enough. And it's really about, it's really about being with. He didn't go, oh man, I made the earth and oh wait, who's going to tend the garden and who's going to take care of this and who's going to do that and who's going to do all the things. I should create man so they can do all the things for me. He, he, he wanted us to be with. He said, ah, I want, I want to be with someone. I'm going to create someone to be with. So it wasn't about works. It wasn't about doing. And part of the being with, what, what Justin was talking about, is, is all of the things that we're thinking. We can't be in process because we're supposed to get it already. We can't, we can't have pain or shame because we're not supposed to. There's too many supposed tos often in Christianity. And I, I don't know how we got here, but I, knew, I do know that it's something that God is undoing in the church at large. Um, he's undoing the supposed tos. He's undoing the not good enoughs, which means that when there's something going on inside of us that looks ugly or looks like sin, in the past, it's no, 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 it's just declaration. Nope, that is not a part of me. And we, we suppress. And we think that we're just declaring, calling out the gold. But what we're doing is we're shoving something down, like what Justin was saying. It's supposed to come to the top so we can release it so we can see it and address it but if we don't look at it we cut it off we step aside and we just declare truth that's a beautiful thing and there is a time and place for that but sometimes we actually need to look at the thing so we can address it so we can heal it so we can release it if it doesn't belong with us we don't want to plant it deeper we want to uproot it so you have to talk about it if there's something ugly going on you have to talk about it if it's I am I, I'm cursing my brother in my, in my heart, in my mind. Instead of, I shouldn't be doing that, let's ignore it. It's, it's, oh dear, what's going on in me that I'm doing this? And then God can show you something. He can heal something. Anytime that we're not acting in accordance with heaven, it's because there's something in us that doesn't belong. And it gives us the opportunity to address it. So I just feel, I feel God bringing us as a church body into a place of authenticity, even to where if something is sin or wrong or ugly, that we get to bring it. And the Papa that he is, he's so grateful and thankful that we're not ignoring it or addressing it. He's like, oh, baby, I just want to be with you. You don't have to do all the things. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to do it right and shove it aside. I just want to be with you in, in all the ugly, in all the mess. It's so, so beautiful that he just wants to be with us. Um, what is that? Do you guys remember that thing that was um, just blowing up the internet lately? Sean Bowles posted it. Like it said, uh, it said like, Father, this is what the church says, or this is what sin says, and this is what the Father says. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That, um, what is it? How does it? Oh, no. Yeah, an orphan says, oh, no, I messed up. I can't tell. I hope my dad doesn't find out. And a king or a son a son says, oh, no, I messed up. I need to tell my dad. Oh, wrecks me every time. And I think that's what God is doing in the kingdom. He's bringing us to a place, oh, no, I messed up. I need to run to my dad. 
not, oh no, I messed up. I need to hide it. I need to declare truth. Let's ignore it. So I know I've said the same thing four or five times in a row, but I just think it's what he's doing. So will you shut your eyes with me? And I just want to, I just want to bring us into a place of authenticity. Father, thank you for what you're doing in the church right now. Thank you for what you're doing in our hearts. Thank you for the way you're bringing us in closer to you. Thank you for breaking off fear that we have to look like a thing or be enough to be in your presence, that the worst, grossest, ugliest version of ourselves, you're not afraid of it. You just want to be with us and you want to help us release anything that doesn't belong, anything that isn't aligned with what you see in us, what you created us to be, isn't in alignment with heaven. You want to help us release it. So we come to you with boldness, with, um, with tenderness, God, with brokenness, with perfection, whatever we have that does belong and that doesn't belong. We, we just want to be with you because you made us to be with you not to do or not do, just to be with you. So I speak uh, the identity of sons and daughters and being with over this church in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord. Amen.